Welcome to Let the Bible Speak, where that's our hope is, is to let the Bible speak. In the world, there are many voices that would come in and, and uh, tell us what we should believe and how we should act and what we should think. Um, but we want to let the Bible speak into those places. And so um, if uh, you're listening to us, my name is Josh Elder, and I've got here with me John Chetta. That's me. Yes, that is John. And then I got Henderson Palmer. Amen. Amen. Um, and so today, nobody says amen better than you, by the way. It, All right. I'm telling you, when amen. I listen, I'm like, man, I, I, does, I wish man. I could say amen that well. He does. Uh, and so today we're going to be talking on our second episode of individualism. We started last time speaking about individualism in this way. The world talks to us about, um, you know, that either it puts us in two separate categories where it says it's all about the individual, um, that, you know, the, the primary person is you, you need to, to do whatever makes you happy, all of these types of things. Or on the other side of that, we can also say, Hey, no, the individual doesn't matter at all. And it's all about the community. And, and so what we've been trying to show is, is that the, the Bible says something different. The Bible doesn't put us into one of those extremes or the other. It tells us that the individual is important. So we spent all last episode talking about that, um, that our individual relationship with God is 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 so important. But at the same time, uh, that community is, is so important too. And uh, so that's what we're going to be talking about today, the importance of, of Christian community, the importance of not just being a, a lone Christian. And so... Um, so I want to ask you a question, John, uh, just starting with you is, is, uh, why is it important, uh, not to just be a, just be you and God? I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. Okay. Uh, Let me repeat the question. No. Um, the, uh, I think that, um, having, um, having a personal relationship with God, you take that with you. Um, and it, it influences who you are. Um, I mean, we can all smile at church and button our shirt up and, you know, brush our hair, and but that's an hour out of the week, whereas a personal relationship with God you, you take outside the church. Okay. And, um, yeah. So why do you need, uh, why do you need other Christians? The Because uh, you got your personal relationship with God that you can take outside the church. So what's, what's the deal with... Uh, well, it's need? to also, I mean, I think it protects you from creating your own religion. Okay. Um, which I, a lot of people do, um, you know, that you'll hear it. I, I have my, I have my own relate. I'm, I'm spiritual. I have my own relationship. God and I have an agreement. Right. That's, that's the one you hear. <laughs> I you have know? heard that. Yeah. That's I the one you hear. That. And, uh, and, and, and the scriptures say that iron sharpens iron. And so I, I think we are, we are meant to, um, to, to, to challenge the stumbling blocks of, of scripture to better understand them, to have conversations like we are having right now. Um, right. you know, if, if, if I take the script, I'm not saying that you can't, it's why I challenge. I find it, let me rephrase that. I find it challenging when I think of the monastic lifestyles where they just kind of went off and with people of like mind and, and just studied in quiet rooms and, and didn't, you know, or didn't talk at all. And like, I get that they grew spiritually and some great material came out of that, but you take away the evangelism aspect of it. And I guess evangelism is not everybody's call, but yeah. um, there is something about discussing faith and um, we, how often is it that we don't see our own sin because well, it's us, you know, and so we need to, we need one another to point it out and say, Hey, you know, you actually might've been wrong in that okay. <laughs> you know, situation that you just told me about. Yeah. And so I think, I think it's important, um, you know, so that we have, um, 
a proper, a full under, uh, understanding of, um, of what God's trying to tell us through, through scripture. Um, but you know, just you in the Bible alone in, in a closet somewhere, you'll probably miss some things. Yeah. What about you, Henderson? What do you, what do you think? Why, why do we need each other? Yeah. Um, I believe for so many different reasons, but particularly man, like <clears throat> for me, like if I'm going through like a certain thing of, I might not, I may not even understand like what God is saying in, in his word for my life at a particular moment. And my vision may be a little bur- blurry because of what I'm going through. My thinking might be a little blurry because of what I'm going through. And then here comes brother Josh that's not going through what I'm going through, but he understands what God is saying in his word. And you can share a scripture with me, a word of encouragement and share some truth into my situation of what I'm going through and trying to help me to see, Hey man, Palmer, look, you know, this is what God wants for your life. It doesn't change. God still love you. That doesn't change. And if I can, you know, align, you know, then the spirit is going to speak to me. So, and if I can align to that, you know, it can help me move forward, you know, and get past whatever I'm going through. Because sometimes in life, we all know, man, you'll be going through something and, and, your, your discernment or your thinking, you know, your emotions get involved mm-hmm. and what you're going through, you might be a little clouded. So you can't see what God is actually trying to tell you in that moment. Yeah. But then I think we need each other because here comes brother Josh or brother John or any other brother that's in the body of Christ and, you know, and share a word of encouragement with me or just share a word of truth with me. And I can agree to and be like, you know something, man, you're right, man. I'm glad you shared that with me. Cause this happened to me time and time again, man, I was angry beyond measure so mad at a certain thing that somebody done to me, and guess what? I want to like, you know, act out on it irrationally. Yeah, yeah. The solution to to a problem is almost never uh, where the problem is. And so right. if you're if you're so engrossed with what's going on, right? How, how are you going to see? Yeah, how yeah, are yeah. you going to find that answer? Yeah. And I'm glad you said it, man. Just like as iron sharpens iron. You know, and you know, I I definitely need the brother, the brothers in the body of Christ, man. Because sometimes I just don't see things clearly. Yeah, hundred percent. Me too. Me too. Yeah. The the cartoon image of uh, the devil and angel on the shoulders, you mm. know, the yeah, yeah, the pop up. Right. In my mind, it's like if that's if that's all you got, if you're alone and that's all you got, I mean, it's confusing. That's pretty confusing, and right. and you yeah. can be. You can be misled. Yeah, and there are a lot of I think there's a lot of people out there who. Um, kind of come at this with an individual and it comes, I think in part from our society, our society supports uh, an individual way of looking at the world where it's like, no, you know, the buck stops with me. And, and so I'm the one who is going to determine my fate. Uh, you know, if I, if I work hard enough and I do the right stuff, all this kind of, it really just comes back to the power of me, 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 me. Yeah. And um, when we bring religion into that, sometimes we turn it into the me religion where it's just now it's me and God, which you know, there is what we talked about all last time, the specialness of the relationship that we have with God. It, it does have this individual quality of, you know, we as people, you know, have to have this relationship with God. But at the same time, when it becomes just me and God, well, then here's the problem with that I really have with that is, is that the Bible says that that's not the relationship that we're meant to have is just me and God. In fact, right. The Bible talks again and again of people um, coming together as a people with God. And uh, and so um, although the 
individual has to come and believe and have this relationship right. with God. Ultimately, the people, I mean, think of the people of Israel, the early Christians, the church, all of this type of stuff. There aren't many examples of, of, of quote-unquote yeah, yeah. loner, loner Christians. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, just to add on to that a little bit, you know, people are, um, you know, just in general, people are born into this world with special needs. Yeah. You know, everybody. You right. know, one person might be gifted in this area. Yeah. Another person may be gifted in this area. Right. You know, we deal with a lot of... You know, lately I've been dealing with a lot of guys that's coming out of prison with prison ministry and reentry. Yeah. And so, indeed, and I, and I know a lot of the guys that's incarcerated, they are believers. Yeah. 100%. You know, they love the Lord. They are believers. And, and thank God I got a connection with them. But upon their release, and thank God he put me in a position that I am to be able to help those guys. Yeah. Because sometimes, otherwise, you know, it, it's kind of like, how how am I going to make this transition, man? Where can I get a little extra help from? And hey, you know, Brother Palmer, he's been out and he understands the situation. He knows that I need a job or I need housing. I need to be a part of a, uh, you know, the fellowship, part of the church. And maybe he can steer me in that direction, you know, help me get a job or help me get connected with a church. But alone, it'll, it'll be harder for him if he didn't have, like, somebody like me or somebody else to, like, provide that kind of help for him. Yeah, 100%. And it's the same way, like, I may need something. Yeah. Oh, I may need, you know, whatever it may be. And here it is. You might know somebody or you might be able to help me out or you might know somebody that can help me out. Right. And all together, collectively, we can, you know, glorify God in that way and, you know, move forward our life and live a life of victory together. Absolutely. Why don't we let the Bible speak? Amen. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll start looking at some of these scriptures and talking about how they encourage us and they deal with uh, with some of the voices we hear from the world and, all that type of stuff. So um, in 1 John 1, 3, uh, it says this, and this part of these scriptures is scriptures that uh, Pastor Mike pointed out. And in uh, 1 John 1, 3, if you, know, if you don't know who Pastor Mike is, you can listen to the previous episodes, but he's he's uh, writes to us and uh, always helps us out with uh, some, some great writing. We're always grateful for his contributions. And he says uh, in 1 John 1, 3, we proclaim to you, uh, what we have seen and heard so that you may also have fellowship with us and our fellowship is with the father and his son, Jesus Christ. Um, and first John one seven says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son purifies us from all sin. So, um, and pastor Mike says in, in, in dealing with these if you remember from last episode, Pastor Mike started to talk to us about that individual quality in which um, the 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 Apostle John, who was writing the book of John, had with Jesus, that he called himself the disciple whom Jesus loved. In other words, he broke it down to this relationship with Jesus as an individual. But at the same time, uh, now we're moving into what a fellowship with us, uh, you know, that that we have fellowship with one another. So suddenly there's all this discussion of a relationship in those first John texts. And this is what uh, this is what Pastor Mike says to that. If my previous reference to the Apostle John's repeated address of himself as that disciple whom Jesus loved was an allusion to God's ability to love us all collectively, yet potent enough to make us feel loved individually according to our own personal dispositions, then first John one, three, and six should be indicative of our constant fellowship and obligations one to another individually, yet collectively as a result thereof. And so um, as you're looking at these two texts, John, um, let me ask you, um, when you're looking at these two texts, what do you see as far as dealing with a relationship individually 
but then also collectively in, in these two texts? What do you think? Um, I don't know that I have a good answer on this. One. <laughs> That's you know, okay. I, I really don't. That's uh, the, right. um, being a, being, being in a group of people of like mind, no matter what the subject is. Yeah. Um, is powerful, right? Right, and and that's you, you get mutual growth. Yeah, you, you challenge one another, and so yes, yeah, because like it's like it's like having a um you know a bunch of horses connected to a to a, a buggy rather than one horse. Exactly. Yeah, you're you're pulling a whole lot faster. You're pulling more weight. It all always seems to be going better. Exactly. Yeah, and so we're talking about the importance of, of individual relationship with God as well as a corporate or or fellow uh, relationship um, uh, in fellowship. This is the, what were you, you were going to say something about that word fellowship. Yeah. Let me help you. you yeah, know? Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Let me help you from the train. Wreck. As I'm drowning I'm right literally now. drowning on this episode. As you can this hear, is, this is why, you, you know, know it is I just, just get my dose today. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like obviously just, something has broken inside of his brain, but you know, I mean, we're not okay. recording right <laughs> no, now, are we? No, no, no. We'll just edit all of that out. You know, no problem. It'll all be gone so that people can't hear it. Um, but <laughs> if you, uh, no, if we look at this, I think one of the things you were talking about is exactly right, especially for First John one seven is is that walking in the light is 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 where God is, and we're called to do that together, um, and that we're to see each other together in the light with Jesus. Um, that First John one three, I think particularly, it says uh, so. He says we proclaim to you what we've seen and heard, so that you may also have fellowship with us. And I think in part what John's talking about is is. Um, what what had they seen and heard? Well, they they were witnesses of Jesus, yeah, and um, they were going to be speaking about Jesus, and so they want people to have a relationship with them around Jesus, and and then the second part of that is he says, and our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ, and so in other words, we have a fellowship with God. It's see, you know, I think that's part of our issue is is oftentimes we're just separating it between. Um, here's, I'm either a part of this group or I'm alone with God, but it's really here. This is talking about, no, we're a group together with God. Like right. that. And you know, when Jesus says wherever two or three or more are gathered in my name, you Amen. know, he didn't say wherever one is, is gathered in my name. He said, wherever two or three or more are gathered in my name, there I am with them. And so there is this, uh, this connection to community. Well, I imagine you need more than one person to make a body of, the body, right? Not a body, right? I don't right. Throw anybody off there. Obviously, I understand that we all have a body, <laughs> but, but the not, the body. Yeah. Now you're Christ. sensitive. Now you're sensitive <laughs> that, to like they're everything. they're all gonna literally everything. be. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So uh, let's go on to that second second Hebrews, and and so uh, so I think as we as we transition to this part, um you know, as pastors and ministry runners, we have kind of a, 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 a dog in this race. And this is always what I, you know, you'll all often hear pastors just go, well, you know what? You ought to go to church. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? I don't know why that, that accent just, came out, you know, it was just disparaging. You are. It was disparaging, disparaging against, against a Southern, southern. accent. I don't and appreciate you are. it. And I am Southern. Yes. Yeah. So I'm literally very south you were the worst yeah well that happens but um among us but what i'm saying is 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 oftentimes somebody will say well you need to go to church and and we can just uh go you know Hmm. why 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 should we go to church what's what's so special about church well um hebrews 10 is one of the reasons why um 
we always say, you know, um, why can't I just worship at home with God all by myself, all by my lonesome? Hebrews 10 says this. Let us consider how we, so that's more than one person, may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. So we're going to break that down for a second. So what day is it talking about, uh, Henderson? Yeah, it's talking about when the day when Christ returns. That's right. Amen. Amen. Yeah, 100%. So we're talking about when Jesus Christ comes back, which is something that as Christians we're waiting for. And and why are we waiting for that, John? Because that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. It's okay. all about. Because when we when Christ comes again, we when we see Christ as he is, we will be like Christ. Oh, and, man. Man, 100%. That's, yeah. That's the goal. That's the goal. And so as as we see that day approaching, which is just a, that's an encouragement in of itself is that we see that day uh, approaching. But it it tells us we're not to give up meeting together. Right. Uh you know that as Christians there is no real loner Christian. You you you're supposed to be in a community together encouraging one another it says um and also spurring one another on towards love and good deeds. And I, I think We've all kind of talked about this a little bit in the front end, but it was ba- it's basically of saying to us, look, you know, sometimes we're going to be the ones who are dragging behind. Yeah. You know, there's never going to be a Christian. Who's I mean, gonna- that was me like five minutes ago. And- yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Need to Needed be spurred along. along. Sperm on. <laughs> Get you know, in there. You know, so, one thing, Brother Josh, yeah, we were talking ahead. about even before, you know, the podcast started about just, the, you know, just the suffering that we go through. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we go through so much, man. So obviously, yeah, everybody, you know, I'm waiting on them. You know, I'm not suicidal or anything, but I'm waiting on the day when Christ returns. So, Me too. Right. You know, it's just be, it's going to be no more suffering. The Bible promises that. Yeah. You know, and for me, man, I'm tired just from work, tired yeah. just from seeing other guys suffer from this or that tired of having to suffer some things myself. Yeah. And hey, man, the Bible talks about in eternity, man, there will be no more suffering. No more suffering. So no more I, crying. No, no more crying. Pain. No Old more pain. order of things has passed away. Absolutely. And also, uh, you know, just a little bit more on why we should, you know, have fellowship with one another, why we should meet together. I want to read a scripture. All right. Well, before you go on, Amen. I'm going I'm to take a second with what okay. you just said, because uh, that's something it's it's genuine of another reason why the Bible tells us again and again, don't give up being together. Don't give right. up being there to support each other is because of what you just said, which is, is that oftentimes like this when you're when you're attempting to live a life with Christ and to follow Jesus um to love others to care about others to take their their burdens upon you there's going to be a weighing down yeah, yeah that that happens and it happens to all of us right and when that happens there's there's a couple things that that'll help us number 1 this says as we consider the day approaching you know what I mean? Like that helps us. Right. It helps us to remember that there is a day approaching where no longer will the person that told us, you know, I'm suffering with cancer. I've got such pain. I don't know how to deal with this and all this kind of stuff. And we're, we know that one day all pain, all suffering, all of it's going to be gone. That does, that does encourages us. But there's another thing that encourages us and it's just having each other to support. That's right. When somebody's bearing a load. They don't bear it 
alone. They have us to support them and and lift it up together. That's right. Yeah. So what were you saying about that scripture you want to bring in? Let's look. Yeah. Let's look at what the Bible is is, says. Is saying. Yeah. Let's let's look at the Bible about us being in fellowship with one another. And this this is a scripture coming out of the book of Luke chapter twenty four. Yeah. And it's starting off at the thirteenth verse. Okay. And it says now this now that same day two of them two of them were going to a village called Emmanus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were they they were talking with each other about everything that had happened. And as they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them. And the Bible says, but they were kept from recognizing him. And in and I'm gonna read a little bit more, a little bit further. But it's just the fact that when you know when we we're talking about the things of God, and we we're sharing scripture with each other, or you know, I might be sharing something that I read in a Bible with you, brother Joshua, or vice versa. I just believe that God or Jesus Himself or the Holy Spirit would just be walking right alongside. He will appear to us, yeah, in such a way. Yeah. Let me read a little bit further though. Uh, he said they were kept from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood there. They stood still, their, their faces downcast. One of them named Cleophas asked him, are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things, he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed, but before God, um, in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women, uh, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but they didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. And then it said, then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the woman had said, but they did not see Jesus. He said to them, how foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter into his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. And... I guess, and you know, you can read a little bit further, and um, you know, Jesus. Yeah, keep you know, keep going, keep going. All right, I'm gonna keep going. And um, uh, as they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he was going further. But they urged him strongly, "Stay with us, for it is nearly evening; the day is almost over." So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes was open. And they recognized him. Mm. Amen. And he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning with us while mm. we, while he talked with us on the road and opened mm. the scriptures to us? Mm. They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the 11 and those with them assembled together and saying, it is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. That's awesome. Yep. Amen. That's and awesome. I just wanted to kind of share that scripture because I believe like, I just believe that when we come together, brother Josh, as yeah. believers in the body of Christ, when we come together and begin to just talk about Jesus and talk about how he loves us and speak healing over each other's body when one of us is sick and talk about how, 
you know, um, the Bible says that by his stripes we are healed. Yeah. Oh, yes. And Jesus came that, you know, the, the thief only comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus said he came that we may have life and have that life more abundantly. You know, and just as we share in these type of things with one another, I believe that the Spirit of God, it just, he, Jesus himself, he reveals himself to us in such a way that otherwise I don't think it'll happen. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I mean, one of the things that that was really uh, kind of awesome about that, that uh, scripture is first of all, what you said is as they're walking along together, right? Suddenly, suddenly Jesus is with them, right? Right. And I mean, I think that all of us would say that what we're looking for when we even do this podcast, absolutely, and when we're doing uh, what we're, what we do is for Jesus to be alongside with Amen. us, opening up the scriptures to us and right. speaking to us. And that, and we've had those experiences. I'm yeah. not gonna say it happens every single time we sit no. down and talk, no. but. I but, just had it when he was telling that story. Uh, to be yeah, honest with the you. Uh, I can think of many times though where uh, you can feel it's like the atmosphere changes. The, yeah, it the, does. The, the wisdom it, it comes out of the mo- those moments that you just know isn't your own. You know? Right, it's, it's it's something. Yeah, it's that's something a, that's that's really that's one of those kind of tangible things that that our faith provides. Really, but, really, really powerful. Um, that Luke, Luke. I don't want to go past that Luke too much because I mean, I think first of all, that was an, it's an awesome scripture. Um, towards the end, it's, he said, while he didn't, didn't our hearts burn within us while he talked with us right. and opened the scriptures to us. Right. And like, and like, uh, that to me is, is what we're talking about when we're talking about community as Christians, you know, we, we just use an example and I think it's true is, is like, it's always great to have multiple horses pulling the cart, right? And I, as soon as I said it, this thought came into my mind, and I didn't say it until now, but that is unless you're going towards a cliff. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> okay. Right. The def- <laughs> if the world is pulling, pulling you, <laughs> exactly. you're probably headed somewhere bad. <laughs> the Amen. destination really does make a difference. It does. And so, like, I think the same is true about a community, a commu- there are many communities that can be, you know, affirming and can seem like great things because now there's multiple people. We're all of one mind, like you said, right. John. But then the question becomes is, why is the Christian community special? And I think it's because of the destination. Yeah. I think it's because yeah. Jesus is suddenly coming with those two and walking with them and opening up the scriptures to them. And I don't know of many communities right. um, outside the Christian community, the Christian body, where where that's promised and right. uh it's a powerful thing no i don't want to I, I i don't want to throw a wrench in it and i no, you completely go. change throw everything any, but throw I, any wrench you want but i i feel like we would um maybe be missing something if we didn't bring up kind of current events and what the what what's happening right now like for instance a lot of churches are live streaming and people are you know right. covid people are kind of shot away from meeting i mean you uh Josh, you and I both pastor in churches, and and so you see it in the seats. Yeah. You see the empty seats. Definitely. You see sl- uh, maybe a slow trickle back, people coming back. But there are a lot of people who have now turned their faith kind of inward, right? right. And um, and they're like, well, I just I, I'd rather go to church in my pajamas, and right. and like I had a I had a uh, a guy who, um, very nice nice man who goes to the church. He said he's like, pastor, I just want you to know, like it's it's hard when you get up. 
and uh, you can just sit there in your PJs and drink your coffee and be with your wife and just watch the church together. You know, he's like, it's hard to give up that comfort. Yeah. You know? And um, and I think you're 100 percent right. Did you want to say more? Well, I just I. I wonder, I wonder how, uh, I mean, because we've seen it now. We've, uh, I mean, I think a lot of churches that y'all were uh, at St. Timothy, y'all were live streaming well before. Yeah. And that was, that was. Yeah. But then when COVID hit, obviously our live stream was, was like, it. yeah, that was and, it. And then, and I'm, you know, I absolutely, I mean, our church didn't have that kind of stuff before, but that was one of the changes we made during the pandemic and afterwards to try to reach um, more people. And so there's benefit to it. You yeah. Can, I, I love the idea that live stream things like that they, they um, expand the uh, outreach. Yeah. yeah, I mean you're not you're no longer uh, you know we were we were being limited by our square footage, right? About how many people could worship, right? right. And and so when you do something like live stream, you you kind of expand the walls of the church, right? Kind but, of, kind of. But there's a big right. but to that because yeah. yeah, you can have your personal faith and right. worship privately, but you miss you miss the but if these two on, the fellowship if these two the, on the road to, to Emmaus had been at home live streaming about the events of the day alone, not only would it not have happened, yeah. but they wouldn't have been able to have the conversation afterwards right. to confirm. Did in our weren't we burning? Wasn't right. your heart burning I mean, within you as you opened up that scripture? The, yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. And then it's the two or three, or, you know, or more. So yeah. I mean, it's yeah. And so I wonder. I look at our environment now that we've kind of created as a result of. Of COVID, and I'm not. I mean, I'm not trying to armchair quarterback and say, "Oh, we shouldn't have done that," because it was a tough time, and churches were closed, and and, yeah, and we right. didn't know what to do, and so that's what we did. Uh, but now, it, how do how do you get them back? Yeah. Well, I think you know. In part, I'm reading. I am reading articles that suggest, like, "Oh, you you, you just need to change what you consider a win." No, no, no. I no, mean, no, like, no. serious. And I, I, I. Yeah, this isn't this isn't a new technology versus old technology yeah. style. You're not going to get away with um, trying to deplete personal relationship. Right. You're like, I'm sorry, that's not an, a, a techn- technological advancement. Mm-hmm. Um, a personal relationship is is something that's going to always be around. It may not be around, but here's what that would be: a disaster. And the reason that's it would, what I think the reason it would be a disaster is because we absolutely fundamentally need each other. Right. Yes. Um, God has not just created us. And this is, let me, let me tell you who's speaking and saying these words is a very introverted person. I don't, I don't particularly like to be with crowds. I don't particularly like to be um, uh, with people very often. It drains me. And they but, don't like to be with you, which is, <laughs> it really works out well. It really does. But uh, in the end, in the end, it is, I know for sure that I need other people. Yeah. And, and, right. and, and when, if I don't think I need other people, there's something wrong in my heart. Cause what right. that's saying is, is I'm sufficient in myself. And, and let me to promise you, I'm not sufficient in myself. I need other people. Right. I need help. Yeah. Yeah. Cause y'all, you know, brother, John, I tried many things on my own, man. Um, and I'm gonna bring this up again. You know, I was incarcerated before. And, um, the last time I was incarcerated, I, I brought it up in a different, podcast but i was i did 10 and a half years but prior to that when i did another prison jail uh prison jail stay i did two years mm-hmm. and i came home and guess what i wasn't connected to any church i wasn't like dependent on nobody i thought it was just me and i could just handle everything on my own but guess what i was that was the disaster that mm-hmm. was just a lie from the devil that had me thinking that i didn't need nobody i could just do everything on my own and it was my way and you know in comparison to now 
when I got out this time, understanding that, man, thank God for my salvation experience and trusting in God and things. And, you know, just being connected with the church. Yeah. Listening to what the Bible says, as opposed right. to listening to myself and the influences of the world, man, I've been having actually great success. Now, there's been some struggles, obviously, but man, it's not to even compare. It's not even close compared to like trusting in God and having fellowship with believers, having fellowship with other brothers, you know, people encouraging, encouraging me on compared to not having that encouragement and not having that fellowship. It's not even to be compared. So I just thank God for the fellowship. Thank God for the church. And thank God for the body of Christ and believe that Amen. that he have me surrounded with. I need it. A hundred percent. I think uh, Pastor Mike said about this too. He said in his letters, he said, brothers and sisters, if words have any meaning, speaking of that Hebrews 10, where we shouldn't give up meeting together, he would, he says, I would gather that our basic and fundamental duty is to one another is to show up in church collectively so we could edify each other individually it's no secret why God has blessed each of us individually with diversity of gifts, with both, both, of, you, both of you really mentioned already, so that through the Spirit we would all profit with all. In other words, there is a truth um, that, that I think we can get to, and it's that 1 Corinthians twelve twenty seven towards the bottom that we were, uh, we're going to look at. And uh, it's now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. Man. This is, I mean, th- this isn't, um, Paul is not writing this, this verse here. This is who writes first Corinthians twelve twenty seven. Now you are the body of Christ and each one of you is a part of it. Paul is not writing that to just the Corinthians and saying, well, Corinthians, you're, you're the body of Christ and everybody, not the Galatians, yeah, not the Galatians or not the Ephesians or anybody. No, just you. Uh, no, he's talking about all of us. He wants all Christians to know everywhere that here's the truth of it. You are the body of Christ. And each one of you, that, that's Amen. he's talking about individuals now, says each one of you is a part of it. Uh, you know, I, w- I also want to interject. If you, um, I don't know why this just popped in my head, but you know, if you're listening to this now and you're, you're one of those people, like you're right now getting your church over a podcast, something like that. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to, I mean, I want you to listen to this podcast, of course, um, but that, uh, you shouldn't, what I would recommend just know this. This is how I'm going to say it. <laughs> if we're one body, there is there is phantom limb pain when you're not at church. Mm, wow. The body feels it. See, that's right. why it took you so long to get there because that was a good example. The body feels it, yeah, and right. you are missed. And um, and there's something there for you. There's uh, if if you remove yourself from the body, where do you get your circulation? Where do you get? How do you get your healing? How do you? We got to be together to be one body. And so if that's you, then I would just encourage you to come home. Yeah. A hundred percent. You know, I mean, when I think about the body of Christ and each one of us having a part of it, that means that it just look at your body. I mean, you got all these parts. You got your fingers, you got your toes, you got your ears, you got your nose, you got your eyes, you got all these different parts. And uh, what would the finger try to do by itself? Right. It wouldn't do much. You know what I mean? What would the ear do by itself? It wouldn't do much, you know? And so, but when the body comes together, that's when we see life. That's when we see everything moving as it's supposed to be. And that's what it's supposed to be for us as a church. You got anything to add to that, Henderson? Well, I just want to, you know, like, like, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and if you've been, you know, getting church from live streaming and stuff like that, and man, thank God for live streaming and thank, thank God. God for podcasts. Yeah. Cause otherwise, you know, you won't be getting the word of God, but right. if you get a chance, man, just fellowship with one another. I mean, let's just, 
spur one another along, man, to keep in fellowship, keep encouraging one another as we see this day approaching because, you know, obviously with so much happening in the world, we got to be at least getting close to the last days. Yeah. Somewhere near, you know, it might be 100 years from now, 200 or 1,000. You never know. Could be tomorrow. It could be tomorrow. But, man, look, just stay confident, stay close to one another, keep encouraging one another because the enemy, he would love to get us isolated Mm -hmm. and by ourselves. So he can speak falsehood and tell us lies and try to get us to believe and ruin our lives. Yeah. I don't want that to happen to me. I, I don't want it to happen to you. So let us just be together so we can encourage one another and give each other insights. Well, why don't you close this out and pray for us? Amen. Anderson. Yes, I will. Definitely. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for who you are in our lives, Father God. We thank you for being merciful. We thank you for just loving us, Father God. Thank you for for your forgiveness and that we have in Christ Jesus. We know he came and he died for us. We thank you for that, Father God. We pray that you'll forgive us. And we also pray, Father God, that you'll just keep us together, keep us in close, Father God, keep us in, in unity with each other, Father God. We know the enemy try to come and divide us, Father God, so that he can destroy our lives and that and that we'll take away our worship from you, Father God. I just rebuke that right now in the name of Jesus. And yes. And everybody else, Father God, they're just fighting to stay with each other, Father God. Give them some kind of revelation, Father God, so that they'll know that we need each other in the body of Christ. Father God, we want to worship you collectively, although we all need you individually, Father God, in a personal way. And, Father, we just thank you for all that you have done for us, all that you are going to do, Father God, and continue to use us for your glory. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to Let the Bible Speak. If you'd like to support us, subscribe to the podcast by clicking that little plus symbol on your phone until it becomes a check mark. You can also share these episodes with a friend. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at letthebiblespeakpodcast at gmail.com. If you write us at letthebiblespeak at gmail.com, we will not receive your email, so make sure it is letthebiblespeakpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks. Thanks.